you know us, you love us. We are back at it again. The bad boys at anime, wasteland and anime pod, Dom and Nathaniel back at it. Brosif, what's crapping? What's going on with you? How you doing? Uh, I've been straight chilling pretty much. Mm. Love to hear um, it. Yeah, you know, we took a little bit of a, a break, I guess. From the a little po- bit of a siesta from from this podcast we have several podcasts we do above one but less than 15 i'll just say that much for now um but yeah i mean you know just been trying to catch up on everything for this episode and other than that uh I had to get my car smogged wait yesterday. i think an electric car uh, it's a hybrid. Oh, so it's Damn. there's still a few smog particles trapped still in there. Make, well, I just didn't know that hybrids were like that. You had to get them smogged. And also, I will say yeah. for anyone not listening in the great state of California, um, because this isn't a thing like in a lot of other states. Here, you have to get your car smogged every couple years, and if it doesn't pass mm-hmm. a smog test, you can't get it registered. It's a whole fucking thing. So. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that wasn't a thing everywhere. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's like a test that you go to a place and they determine how much like pollutant your what exhaust emits or whatever. But and if it's too much, you're fucked. Yeah. But if you have a full electric car, meaning it does not take gas whatsoever, then there's literally no need to get it smog because it's just not possible but right like my car is a hybrid so you can plug it in but it's not like the primer it, it doesn't like have a, the capacity to act like as a solely electric car um so it still takes gas so you still got to get it smog so that's another thing i want to talk to you about how much gas are you putting in your car because especially now where gas is like mm-hmm. i mean over here uh it, I mean, the place I go to, it hasn't hit $6 yet, but it's like yeah. a few cents away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think my car gets pretty good gas mileage. So it's like, I'm not filling it up or I'm not spending that much on gas. I don't mm. think, I think to fill my tank up from empty is maybe like $45. Ooh, 45 gets me to half. Mm. It, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly... <laughs> And I mean, I know this is, um, you know, on paper, this is irresponsible, but when it comes to like car stuff and gas, like I just, I can't, it's out of sight, out of mind. Like I don't look at the prices whenever I go get gas. Like my girlfriend is like, it doesn't do you any good anyway. I mean, you're going to have to get it. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, what am I going to fucking like drive around town and like compare prices? But yeah, my girlfriend is constantly like, oh, it looks like they went up three cents. And I'm like, I don't, what it what do I need to know that for? I, I don't right. need to know what the fluctuations in the fucking gasoline market. Um, yeah. It's not like you can haggle. You can't no. like talk them down <laughs> with the price of the price wherever you are. Yeah. So I, it's just like, there's a place that's like very convenient for me to get to. Like, it's like right on my way out every time I'm going. So it's just like, that's the place I'm never going anywhere else. Yeah. Unless I'm, really on a trip and i but then it's like whatever i don't know it's just like gas is just you just got to do it i I don't know 
I know. I feel like uh, people who commute long distances and people who have families or people who have like larger vehicles like trucks and SUVs, they're feeling it harder. But for guys like you and me, where mm. the only like typically the only time I'm in my car is if I'm going to work or right. like, you know, I'm not taking my car on like long trips or anything. I go see my family every once in a while, but I make sure I fill up uh, before then. So yeah, it sucks seeing like the gas prices rise and rise because that's just like less fun money for me. But at the end of the day, yeah. it really doesn't matter. You know, it yeah. sucks having to put that much money into my car, but it is what it is. I mean, we live in California. Prices are always high. True. True. Um, Does your car pass smog, by the way? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Shit. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, everything's good. But yeah, I mean, I had to do it because I'm getting my car red. Had to renew registration. So yeah, uh, I had to do that a few months ago and my car failed the first time. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, I know. It I, sucked. Yeah. I mean, like I got this car as part of this like California, like Northern California, like grant program where if you have like a piece of shit like junk car, like before the year 2005 or something, you could like be eligible for like a grant specifically to get like electric or hybrid vehicles. So that's how I was able to get this car. But my old car probably would, it was like, it was my dad's old car. And oh, um, yeah, it was a Honda Civic from like 2001. And it, my like every year my dad was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to pass smog. Like it's just, so I, I would have, yeah, it would have been bad if I still had that car. I'm sure I wouldn't have passed. It's funny. I, I like failed my smog test and the guy at the uh, place I took it to, he was just like, yo, just go drive it around for like a couple hours, like go up to like Lake Berryessa or something, come back and I'm sure it'll pass. Like you just got to drive it around a little what? bit. More. <laughs> this is what he told me. Like I, and I was like, okay. But instead of doing that, I just drove it back and forth uh, to work for like the next week and a half to two weeks. And then I took it back there and then it passed. So there was some weird thing Jesus. where like, I don't know, the valves needed to open up more. I just needed to burn off more exhaust or something. I have no fucking clue. But the guy told me like, yeah, if you take like a long driving trip and come back, it'll pass. And I just... <laughs> I had just gotten done driving like an hour and I didn't want to do that again. And it was my day off. So I was like, yeah, maybe, okay. Maybe he, maybe he suggested uh Lake Berryessa. Cause may, maybe there's some fucking thing where if you drive where the air is like pure, the, sm mm. the smog will just like, it, it's like driving through a sponge. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And um, it, yeah, I have no idea how it worked or whatever, but I brought it back like the following week or the next one after that. And it passed and I was hyped and uh, yeah, I had to pay that registration a little late. So it was like an extra 60 bucks. Mm. California's fucking us, man. They're fucking us one way or the other. All right. How, how much is your registration? I just don't know how much it fluctuates from vehicle to vehicle. I don't remember vehicle. because this car was a gift from my parents and they were kind enough. This was also like they gave me the car also like right before I had gotten my job. So mm -hmm. I hadn't like gotten a real paycheck yet. So they were kind enough to like cut me a check for the registration. Uh, I want to say mm -hmm. they cut like a $200 check and because it was late, <clears throat> it was like 250 or 260. 
So mm. I had to like, yeah, I had to pay yeah. that out myself. Mine, but yeah, I mine, think it was like around two sixty. Yeah, that's about what mine was. I think hmm. in the mid two hundreds. Yeah. What year is your car? Two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay. Okay. I got a. I got a fourteen. All right. Mm. That's just up. That's just up. Car talk. We're getting into yeah. it. Uh, let's let's talk uh, interior. What kind of interior? No, I'm fucking around. No, we have to get to anime. The anime of it all. We've been putting this yeah. off for long enough. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We finished the series. We finished that entire series. We're Barely. also going to talk about. I know shit. Uh, we're also going to talk about the latest three episodes of Spy mm, Family. Indeed. This show just keeps it's it's given me every warm and fuzzy feeling <laughs> I've been missing in my life. It is yeah. just so goddamn wonderful. Um, yeah, let's get into the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood of it all. We mm. yeah we so- we, st- we started out watching like six or seven episodes at a time, and initially I was like I said I was ten toes to the ground with the Elrics, man. I was yeah I was with the shits. I was a full I was a full metal. You know what I'm saying? I was in it with them. And then as we kept going along, uh, there were a couple good episodes, mostly a couple nothing episodes, and it just wasn't grabbing me the way that it was initially. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that the same for you? I mean, I know you weren't as excited for it as I was. Yeah, I think I do agree that I think the initial five episodes... There was just something about the like introduction to the characters and the world and the alchemy system. And there was a lot of intrigue there just like straight off the bat that I was feeling pretty pumped about. Like I I thought there was a lot on the table and I was interested to see where all these like tendrils led. And just for Mm -hmm. me, like high level thoughts of the whole series, like as we kept following all these paths further, I was less and less intrigued by where it all led. If that makes sense. Like, Oh yeah, definitely. Like I was going to say for yeah. me, high level thoughts. Um, it's mid basically. Mm, Those are my yeah. high level thoughts. <laughs> uh, I'm not necessarily like, I'm not going to get into the whole, am I leaving it in the wasteland of it all just yet? Uh, <laughs> right. But as of right now, it's mid like (laughs) and i'm sorry like knowing that so many people love this anime it's at the top of like the top 100 anime of all timeless as you told me a couple weeks ago and hearing so many people uh go to the mat for this anime and me just watching it and like i'm just like yeah it's fine it's whatever yeah yeah i mean i know that when it comes to like anime discourse saying something's mid, I know a lot of people. Oh, we're asking for death. We're asking for sweet death. Have issues with that. But I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, if we really are talking about it on that scale, I would definitely have to agree. I think it's, I think it's a middling. Very much so. Series. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see, cause I know that you like to do this sometimes where, if we're if you're into a show or not into a show, sometimes you like to like put your feelers out there in the world and see like what people are saying. Oh, yeah. And I haven't really done that. I just obviously no one's really talking about Full Metal Alchemist now. Like it's not uh-huh. in the 
current zeitgeist in the sense that it's not like airing now. It wasn't airing recently, but I just know that, like, I think I mentioned last week or something that it's like, it's brother, the brotherhood version is number one on my anime list. And I know so many people see this as like the quintessential goaded modern series or whatever. And it's my mind. It's, it's just not something that I understand. I'm not sure. I quick question. Would you rank demon slayer higher than full metal? (laughs) Um, well, I mean, demon slayer, there's not enough content to like compare the two content. Nathaniel, there are 64 episodes of yeah. Full Metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like, <clears throat> what, 30 plus of Demon Slayer plus a movie? That's true. Um, I mean, I don't know. With Demon Slayer, it's weird because I don't know. Like with Full Metal Alchemist, if I'm just like comparing the two quickly, I think with Full Metal Alchemist, it's like so much happened and I just didn't care about like most of it. But with Demon Slayer, I feel like, like you said, it's about half the runtime so far, plus the movies and everything of Full Metal Alchemist. And I feel like not much has happened. Hmm. It's kind of yeah, like the, no. it's kind of like the opposite. I, I feel like it's like in two opposite worlds for me. I can, but I can definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, I I mean I can't I can say that I don't feel strongly about either series. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. I know you don't feel strongly about either. But gun to your head, which would you prefer uh, I, to watch? I mean, obviously, Demon Slayer. Thank you. Is, Thank you. That's all well, I need no, to hear. Thank no, you. No, no, no. No, that's. Demon Slayer. Uh, isolate has, that audio. Isolate I, I can, that audio. Okay, I can see even the. Okay, so while the whole my uh, Full Metal Alchemist um, Brotherhood, like the whole package, I can see how I can see what's there. It's just it just none of it really affected me in an emotional way. None of it was right. really working for me. But like compared to Demon Slayer, it's like there's a lot there on the full metal alchemist table like there's all this political shit there's like people all over the fucking world doing different things and with demon slayer it's like okay you got the demons you got like the few main characters and really incredible fight sequences and music and all that so it's just like it's different offerings Hmm. um certainly i mean it's not even a competition in like the animation department but it's but you know, Demon Slayer is a contemporary thing. They got more technology to work with. Um, ah, I mean, Studio I don't know. Bones I can't, did this. I don't know. I don't know what you just want, you just want me to say that. I'm I not think try, Demon this Slayer isn't is like better. a gotcha moment. This isn't that. Yeah. I mean, I already got what I needed from you. <laughs> you got All the that. sound bites. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's just that you found Demon Slayer very middling, and this yeah. is also very middling. I just wanted to know, yeah. given I, your druthers, like... I mean, it's it's also hard to compare because, like, I think that if I had to binge both series, I might mm-hmm. feel, like, the same way. 
but like with Demon Slayer, it's like I did kind of binge season one to catch up with that. But ever since then, it's just like, well, it's 20 minutes every week while it's airing. It's not like a big deal. But with Full Metal Alchemist, and maybe we'll get into this whole thing more, it was like... It was a slog. It was painful for me and my girlfriend too. I, all three of us here yeah. felt the same way about it. It's just like literally every night it was the same fucking conversation. I'd be like, look, we got to just burn through some of these Full Metal Alchemist episodes. And she would be like, nah, I'm not into it. And then we'd like let them pile up. And then, yeah, so that's what it was like literally every day. I think I finally watched like the last four last night. Like yeah, we, we finished took, yesterday too. We took two weeks off specifically because it was taking us so long to get through this series. Yeah. And we gave ourselves another week of like playtime so that way we could watch these in a, like a more like drawn out fashion. So we didn't have to like slam, slam them all back to back to back, like in a couple of days. But I still ended up doing that because I just could not bring myself to like pay attention or to really connect with anything that was happening on my screen. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't affect me, unfortunately. And that's really sad when I consider how excited I was during those first five episodes. Um, I'm not sure what they could have done to really like rework anything because I mean, Mm -hmm. on paper, it sounds great on paper, everything yeah. that they like put out there, the political intrigue, uh, the mystery of the homunculi, the mystery of um, Hohenheim, uh, the, the Elric's um, father, like the whole journey to get their uh, to get Ed's body uh, and Al's uh, body like back to the way that it used to be like all of that on paper. Great. Right. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I mean, I, I think the setting is super yeah, the setting and the setup of yeah, like the alchemy and you know, I I I I really like yeah, it's kind of like this half steampunk, half like alternate World War Mm-hmm. one i guess like uh alternate history timeline like and the political intrigue and the fact that there's this huge ensemble cast of people like up to the, their own things like it sounds like an intriguing like foundation to lay everything but i think that what you said really bo- is what boils it down for me is just I just felt so little of anything for any character and like any particular thing that was happening at a time with like very few exceptions, I guess. Like I feel like the secondary characters are where is where the show lost me. Like uh-huh. Roy Mustang, he was cool for a little bit, but I really didn't connect with what he had going on. There's that little girl, Mei Chang, or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know what her deal was. I, yeah. The guy, Scar. I was just like, what are we even. And then you had, uh, what's his name? Ling. He got taken over by one of the homunculus. Greed. Yeah, yeah, and became greed. And I thought, okay, so there's going to be like this internal struggle type situation. But no, it it was pretty much just greed for most of the season and then Ling came back in like the final couple episodes. Yeah, like that whole thing was so weird. It was like 
Yeah, there really wasn't much of a struggle. It was just sort of like mostly greed. And then I remember there was one point where Ling was like, hey, I'm better at this thing. Let, let's swap out. And and Greed was like, okay. <laughs> and then it's just Ling. And you and you have like Edward to narrate the whole thing and give subtitles and be like, oh, you must be Ling. I can tell now. And it's just like, okay. Um, but yeah, like going back, that little girl with the panda. Um, yeah. And the the like all the people in Ling's circle, like the 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 woman, the the young girl in the mask, and the older master Fu, I think was his name. Like they like Fu had this. Do you like in the in the big in the finale couple episodes? Like Fu had that big face off uh, with the Fuhrer, I think, hmm. and it was just like this super overwrought emotional like death. And I'm like. Has this guy been in? Have I just like blinked and missed this foo guy? Like, would is, have been, is yeah, is would have been surprised. To, yeah, like I, I just felt like there were so many emotional moments that I could tell they're like, hey, you're crying right now. I bet, and I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not at all. Like, I don't know what I like. I would turn to my girlfriend so many times throughout the series and be like, am I supposed to be like feeling something? incredibly profound like in this moment towards xyz character like and she'd be like i have no idea um it just like unfortunately like i wish this was like one of those times where like i came to the table with like extensive notes and i could break everything down like what's working or what's not but like at a certain point it was just like man like p- listeners out there who love the series or whatever, you can fault me for not paying the closest attention because I certainly wasn't because it was not holding my attention. It that's, just. Yeah, it, no, that's what I was going to say. If this were something that were as powerful as, let's say, Attack on Titan or, for my case, Demon Slayer, if it was something mm-hmm. where it drew you in. Like, then there'd be an argument to say, like, we we failed in watching this because there is this moment and that moment that, like, was so epic, but we just weren't here for it. We weren't paying the closest attention. But as I'm watching it, I'm just like, yeah, no, I mean, I guess, yeah, no, that looks cool, but it's doing absolutely jack shit for me. It's doing nothing to... It, there was nothing inside me that like really like I could attach myself to. And I beg listeners, if they have a problem with our takes on this, go back to when we first started this series. Go back to the second um, like block of episodes where even then I was saying like, you know, I'm not as hyped about it as I was, but there's this that I'm into. There's this. Mm-hmm. But eventually the show lost me. It just couldn't, couldn't keep up. Yeah. It, it didn't maintain like the, like the momentum that it had in the very first, like 10 episodes. I was not feeling anything I was watching after that point for the most part. I, there were so many mm-hmm. like missed opportunities that I think, I mean, if you focus, I mean, I don't know if you focus more on the Elrics and like, maybe Winry and let's say you throw Scar in there 
and have them be like a unit and they're trying to get things done. I'd be more into that. But instead, we have like blocks of episodes where we're following all these soldiers. Um, and then we have like Armstrong's sister and we have, I don't know, it just didn't, no, none of it like connected for me. And none of it like really meant anything, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I assume that a lot of people who love Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would disagree, I guess, inherently that it doesn't handle. Um, like, I just don't think that personally that it handles a big ensemble cast. No. Well, not and at I, all. And I've seen plenty of series and there's plenty of things I can think of that handle big sweeping um you know, ensemble casts well, you just like the secret is to when you're when you're hopping around constantly that you are fully immersed and intrigued by what little unit you're in. And I just right. didn't feel that here. And I guess it's if other people felt that, then that's just is what it is. But for me, yeah, it's pretty much I think if if I'm trying to like track the our trajectory with us watching like you were just saying we were really intrigued in the beginning and then just like slowly 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 it started to like peter off and i think that's just because everyone got so split yeah and it it just like it kept jumping around so much between all these different people and in the case of you and me people that we just never didn't give a shit about cared about like nothing ever um yeah I, I i don't know how else to put it uh it's just like yeah I, I think for me it just got to a certain point like halfway through where i'm like it's like okay let's hop back in with um the whole scar like scars little team that he builds up but i'm just like I recognize that these characters have been around, but it feels like in such short bursts and I just, I don't know, just felt like so much time and so much is happening, but just, it's not enough. Nothing, nothing's being like utilized with that time to like capture me in the way that I think it was (coughs) hoping to capture me. Um, And I think at a certain point, like things get so, convoluted uh like there were so many times and again maybe this just can be attributed to the fact that my attention was not being fully committed to this but like there were so many times where an episode would start or like somewhere in an episode whether it's the beginning or the middle or somewhere where it jumps in with characters and i'm like how did they get here (laughs) Like weren't like I I thought Roy Mustang was like I don't know at the Capitol and now all of a sudden he's like seemingly somewhere like there were so many moments like that I'm like wait what how like I turned to my girlfriend I'm like how did we how did we get here like did I there there especially towards the end we would start new episodes and I'm like did we skip an episode <laughs> I don't know I don't have like specific examples no, jotted down or anything but I just felt like there were so many moments like that um but i think again and i've said this so many times uh like every time we've talked about 
this series, um, I've said, and I think this is really like the big thing. Like if I had to maybe like land everything on one element of the show is I just thought the whole villain cast was so incredibly weak. Yeah. Um, especially once we learn like the true nature of the father character yeah, that, that he yeah. was just like a blob in a jar. Yeah. That then took over uh, their father's body. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, okay, he was like a test tube sentient blob in a jar. And that's just the mastermind of all this. And Again, maybe I'm missing something here, but I kept checking in with my girlfriend who usually can track these things pretty well. And I was like, every once in a while, I'd be like, so the goal of all these villains is just for power, right? Like they just want ultimate power. They just want to do a big transmuting circle and just have the power of everything. And she was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And that's just like incredibly, just an incredibly weak... Um motivation for me okay gun in your head which would you prefer to watch this full metal alchemist brotherhood or my hero academia (laughs) um uh like to like rewatch all of my hero or just continue to watch the the show from here on Either out. Either or, like if I I mean my I would say that my attention with f- my hero was pretty solidly captured for at least those first 3 seasons. And that's right. th- that's more than I can say for this. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's but what I'm it, saying. But it is in a very bad place now. Sure, sure, I, sure. It's in a bad place now, but just go back. Let's say the first, because we're saying 64 episodes, let's say the first three seasons of my yeah. hero versus like all of full metal alchemist, you're going my hero, right? Um, I, I yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it's been a while since I went through all that, but I remember at least up until the big, like the United States of smash moment with all my, like I remember mm. being pretty enthralled up until that point. Um, and then it's when it started to lose me. So if that was about 60 episodes, then I would say at the very least, I was more intrigued by that than I was. Yeah. That was of, season three. So that was at least 60 episodes. Right. Um, so yeah, I, but past that i would say that while i wasn't enthralled with full metal alchemist brotherhood i would say that it's probably more of a competent watchable thing oof that's uh, cap that's cap that's cap nope come Mm-mm. on season four and five of my hero yes because of nah. the whole uh yuri was that was that her name yuri the the little girl with the horn that eh. arc that wow, yeah. Lamillion, Sir Night right. Eye, yeah. yeah, like those are characters. Like I can't name another soldier aside from Roy Mustang and Armstrong. <laughs> All right, fine. Season five then. Oh, pff, look, season five is dog shit. All right, I tried my best to like 
come to the table with positive things to say. And I, I did enjoy like two thirds of the training in the pipes, in the pipes of it all. But after that, get out of here with season five. Um, right. Yeah. I but mean, the, so yeah. I have like a character list up of all the main cast of Full okay. Metal. And I'm just like, I look at these characters now after just ending the journey last night. And I just don't like, okay, Ed and Al, it's like, it's the easiest. Oh, those are the guys in the first few episodes. I yeah. remember them. Yeah, but like obviously Roy Mustang, Winry Hohenheim. I remember I, Winry because yeah. I mean they get married. Okay, without seeing this person's face, Izumi Curtis. Do you know who that is? Couldn't tell you. Right. I wouldn't have known that name, but th wait, this. Wait, no, wait, no, I do. Okay, I okay. got it. Only who? because I I was wondering why they never referred to their teacher by her name when she said you no longer have to call me teacher that's their teacher right yeah and that's only because like her husband called her izumi and i was like mm. yeah call her izumi these fucking guys are like oh teacher teacher every fucking moment it it bothered me so okay i'll like that one i know but throw another one at me um you might get this one uh reza hawkeye okay I know who that is, but he looks like all the other blonde haired dudes. Well, and I can't I tell you. Isn't, I thought Riza was Roy's sidekick. Oh, that's a chick, right? Okay. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Oh, Jean is the blonde. Okay. See, I fucked up. This. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I could not tell you a single thing Hawkeye did. Period. <laughs> right. I remember a few things, I guess, but I don't. Ultimate, I mean, ultimately, yeah. Um, the Armstrong siblings. I mean, they're kind of easy. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I uh, guess. Ling. We already talked about him. Uh, Land fan. Mm -mm. Yeah. So the, I think this was the girl in the. I, I didn't know her by that name, but this was the girl in the mask. I can't even picture the girl in the mask. Yeah. She didn't have a lot to do as far as I could tell. Scar, we know Scar. Ugh. Celim Bradley. I, I hated this fucking character. Couldn't tell I mean, you. Oh, you don't you don't remember Celim by his name? No. He's the Fuhrer's son, but who's also, we found out, is a homunculus. I got nothing. Really? Okay. I, I swear. I, mean, I swear to you. He he was the. We found out that he's a little like black haired boy. Oh, that kid. Oh, yeah. he was pride, right? Yeah, yeah. He, okay, cool. I knew. So yeah, at he a was certain the, point, he was the shadow. Homunculus at a certain pride, point, yeah. I only like like catalog these characters as their homunculus, like seven deadly sins names. I wasn't. I wasn't doing shit trying to like remember their real names because it ultimately didn't matter. But yeah, pride. Yeah. yeah. That was a little kid. I remember him. Yeah. I, I hated that character. I yeah. just thought, I just thought ugh, the villains were leaving me so cold as were most of the cast, but, um, I, I think this guy was introduced since like after we last recorded, but 
I feel like I already know the answer, but like, what was your take on uh, this Kimberly character? You remember? Do you remember him? I remember the name. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit about him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. There, there's some. Uh, now we're getting into the dregs here of like, yeah, the side characters. But can I don't know, man. Yeah, I that that's look. Story is character. Character is story. Uh, these characters, these characters. I don't know, man. I, I, I never felt one iota of uh, anything really for for any of these people. Um, Nor did I. Aside from the Elric brothers, very early on, but even then, to a point, I was just like, "Oh my god, we get it. You're trying to get your bodies back. You're trying to defeat your father. Okay, okay." Yeah. But there was like no progression with any of that. There are all these side quests and shit, and I was just like. Yeah, I I think that yeah, I mean the whole like things really started to get pretty rambly, I think around the time when they first introduced the female Armstrong. Mhm. Oh, fuck in, yeah. In like the in the like um the the snowy mountains and just yeah, that yeah. whole like I couldn't have given thing. a shit about that arc at yeah. all. Yeah. I I think, and I, I mean, everything we're saying right now is, I know, I, I know, imagine pissing look. everyone off, but I, I think that when it comes down to it is this, at least for us, I think would have been, could have been a lot more successful if this was like a 30 episode Ooh. series. You are speaking my language. Yes. Like, if this Cut was, this shit down in half. If this was boiled... <laughs> Boiled down to its essentials, I, I think for us there was just too much, um, too here's much something dilly dallying. Here's something I never thought I would say: too much world building. I honestly, that's I, I think that's true. Yeah, I mean it. That's what's so crazy about it is, but I, but I think this kind of speaks to the thing we said at the beginning, where on paper everything should be working. So uh-huh. it it feels weird for me to say it should be shorter. It feels weird to say right. there's too much time given to these other characters and these side stories and these rambling things. Like normally that's stuff that I'm like pretty drawn to, I think, in As most in yeah. most narrative stuff. Like I don't always love the straight track main line like we're just going to beat the boss on a main little path like that's not always the most intriguing thing to me so again on paper it just feels like all this should be working so well but i don't know maybe inherently there is something interesting here like if i were to like go read the manga i'm not going to do that at least anytime soon so i don't know for sure but i do want to just kind of reiterate a lot of my issues, I think, with some stuff I brought up before, like I think ultimately at least the English VO was not working for me. Like, so then most did you of the switch time, to, did you switch? To the no, song? no, because my girlfriend would have dropped out. <laughs> like for sure, a hundred percent, she would have dropped out. Like this being the the dub was the only way well, I was going to get her to watch. And if she was out, then it would have been a lot harder for me to fit these in. Fair enough. Um. So that could just be my fault, but 
at the same time, one thing, another thing that I said before was I just thought there was too much goddamn chibi joke shit in this, like way too fucking much. It, It was really, it never let up. I felt like it was pretty consistent from start to end. Um, and that was stuff that just always would, um, I mean, may, saying pull me out of it, maybe not the right, maybe it's not the right words because a lot was pulling me out of it, but it certainly didn't help. True. I wish this was a little more, again, they're, they're, I'm fine with there being comedy. I think it's just the, that, that's a, whatever. We already had that conversation in a past episode, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know <laughs> what else to say. I don't want to beat this. Uh, so I ask metal you, horse. uh, Nathaniel, uh, my brother in Christ, where are you leaving this anime? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I, I, I think that I'm reluctant to say I want to leave it in the wasteland just because I don't think that this is abject trash. Like I, I think there is stuff here on the, there's a lot on the table. I just think for whatever reason, none of it clicked for me. Whereas I think there's been other things that we've watched where I'm just like, I don't know who would want to bother with this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if that's maybe more of my criteria for what gets left in the wasteland, um, perhaps, but I don't know. I don't, it's, I'm leaving this in limbo. It can float around in, in the ether for, it can be trapped with Alphonse in the, whatever, the, wherever the fuck he was, void. Wherever okay. he was trapped. Now, for me, my criteria on what I leave in the wasteland is because, as people know, I'm a guy who likes to rewatch things. I like to pop shit on. I like mm. to go back to how right. I was feeling when I was watching it. I I love rewatching things to see if there's things that I missed. That being said, I started this podcast by saying, or this episode of the podcast by saying that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood mid. Through our conversation during this entire discussion, I think I'm going to leave it in the wasteland. That's where I'm leaving it. It's not, I'm not saying it's trash by any means. I'm not saying it's not worth anyone else's time. What I'm saying, Mm -hmm. it's not worth my time, period. Like, Mm. those first few episodes, fantastic. Really enjoyed them. Nothing after that was worth my time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hate to say that only because this has such like this resonates with so many people. This anime, it's on the top of the my anime list. It's like people are saying it's goaded and all this other shit. And I can see why they would say that, but it didn't resonate with me. It's not something that I would ever choose if I were if I were telling someone, oh, or if someone were to ask me like, oh, you're an anime, I, I've been really thinking about what to watch. What should I watch? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would not cross my lips. Mm, for and sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my criteria I, on what I leave in the wasteland. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, if I can put it in, in other words, I guess, um, 
I sir, if not for this podcast, I would have certainly not watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's I fair. mean, yeah. so I, I mean, if if you want to think about it in that way, then I guess I would be leaving it in the wasteland. I, I certainly probably would have dropped out. I don't know, somewhere in the first quarter, probably. Hmm. Um, fair. Yeah. Again, not because I'm like, oh, this this is shit. It's just. There's not, there's not enough. Like, it's just not, it's too long. It, it took too long for, well, it, I never felt anything. So if I had, if I was watching this naturally and I was like 10 or 15 episodes in and still not feeling that spark yeah, inside me, I would have been like, I, why? There's too yeah. much, there's too there's much else so much to more, get to. Yeah. There's so much more else out there yeah. that deserves your time. But, so. I mean, man, this is uh, the second like legendary anime that we are just like <laughs> trashing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I trash Bleach. I don't know that you trash Bleach. Um, yeah. I, and you didn't even watch Bleach. So is yeah. Bleach. I mean, Bleach is I don't know that it's like heralded. Uh, like even bleach fans like shit all over do they the yeah they do wow for sure oh yeah, my ble- god people obviously like it and it's like it was one of the big three and obviously but like i think ask any genuine bleach fan what their thoughts on bleach are and i think they'll have like a very a very frank conversation with you about how and why and like where it was got shit and like i, I I don't th- I don't think that Bleach is necessarily spoken of in the way that like say Hunter Hunter and Whew. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are spoken of. Hmm. When I saw my uh, family last weekend, was it last weekend? Probably yeah, last weekend. Nephew was wearing a Hunter Hunter shirt, and <laughs> look, um, I'm not gonna say that I beat him within an inch of his life because Child Protective Services might be listening, but. He can't walk anymore. That's all I will mm, say. And I right. burned that fucking shirt while he was wearing it. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Whenever I think of Bleach, I just... Or whenever I see people speaking of Bleach or anything online, I just see them talking about it, like, to the ends of the earth. They're, like, so high on it. So that's hmm. why... I don't know. I just... I figured Bleach had more... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that, that being yeah. said, look, to each their own. All right. One mm-hmm. man's trash is another man's treasure. Just because we did not care for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it's not an indictment on the series. We are tastemakers, though. I will have you know that. So right. we're going to be keeping out, uh, keeping a lookout on that uh, my anime list and seeing if it drops, if uh, Full Metal drops at all, because we're leaving in the wasteland. That's all I'm saying, you know? So I expect to see a significant drop in the listings, um, in the rankings. Uh, right. But let's, let's pivot to, to something that's, that's bringing joy, you know? Mm. That's sparking right. joy within us. Let's pivot to something that makes us smile, that makes us like a little frantic that makes us worry. And that is spy family. 
<laughs> the Foragers, Lloyd, Yor, Little Anya, and now we got this motherfucker Yuri in the mix. Oh boy. Everything's going crazy. We watched episodes seven, eight, and nine. Was that it? Is that what we watched? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we pick back up with Anya at school at the Eden Academy. And um, <laughs> it's continuing the whole story of her trying to make friends with Damien, the little boy, Damien Desmond, the, the yeah. kid that she she rocked his shit in the last episode uh, because he was being mean to both Anya and uh, I forget her name is. Oh, Rachel. Is that her name? It's like something mm, Black Bell. It's it's not. Is it not Becky Black Bell? Uh, Becky, Becky Blackwell, Black Bell or some shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought I don't know why I thought it was Rachel. Doesn't matter. What matters is how adorable all these fucking kids are. The love yeah. story, the the budding love story of oh, Anya so and Desmond. Oh my god. I, ah! Yeah. I mean, not only was I don't know, I think maybe I laughed the hardest in this episode. Um, just with Anya's exploits at school and like mm. try, trying to apologize and like yeah. lawyers like lurking in the distance yes. trying, trying to give to, her like messages and shit yeah but man just that scene of her going up to finally apologize it's like yeah it was crazy it was like equal parts hilarious but also like my little my heart was just fluttering yes. at, at, at Damien getting like, like his little buddies are like yeah Egg he's gonna like oof he he tear uh, up. he's gonna do all this stuff and in his head he's like what is this strange feeling in my yeah, chest this is the only girl i mean even before that though they're in class they're <laughs> sitting there and he's like watching her and like speaking to himself like she she came right up to me and she like she tried me you know no one ever tries me and it's damien like trying to grapple with the fact that anya challenged him and everyone his entire life just acquiesces to his supposed power. And Anya gave no fucks about that. And he is now like just he's taken by her. So, oh, yeah, that whole yeah. scene between them. Um, it's adorable. It was. Yeah. And I love when she finally says sorry and just like the wave of like <sighs> love blasts over yeah. him. Um and I, I love the little detail about like, cause she's like reading the minds of the friends, like calling her like stubby legged <laughs> yes. and like raccoon I'm sorry faced. For stubby legs. And when yeah. and when she's like apologizing afterwards, she's like, I'm I'm sorry for my stubby legs <laughs> and raccoon face or whatever. Like Yo, if no one ever I mean, someone has to cosplay as little raccoon Anya, right? Oh yeah. Because that was like the most adorable shit ever. Just watching her like flutter around with her <laughs> raccoon tail and raccoon face and then fall down. I was, oh my, oh man. But yeah, this, I know they are like so much younger. There's, they're like five, right? Five or six. I, yeah, I think so. That, I mean, but I know you've had these moments. You're in elementary school, you're a little kid, or at any point in your life, really, where you like someone. But because of who you hang out with or because of who their friends are, you can't express that you actually mm. like them. You can't 
Like, you can't take that leap. So watching this moment between Anya and Desmond, where Desmond has, like, all this social clout and all these people are, like, on his shit. Just like, yo, Desmond, you're the man. Or Damien Desmond, you're the man. You, you're, you're top dog in kindergarten. You are number one. And you're the baddest dude here, blah, blah, blah. And this girl, she hit you last week or yesterday or some shit. So, like, you can't accept her apology. And we've all been there where there's all these social norms and all these, like, ridiculous things that society puts upon us to make us not reach out to people that we actually may vibe with you know what i mean so i could definitely feel what was going on in little uh damien desmond's head and heart while anya was apologizing to him he couldn't get her out of his head and then she she apologized and he's like oh my god what what am i feeling and he's still in that moment he was like i'll never accept your apology and like mm. had to run off you know yeah yeah powerful shit i loved every minute of it it was a beautiful great shit mm-hmm yeah i'm just like scrolling through the episode again um what did you just want to watch the episode back or did you want to talk about it no it's just because i i've been watching these week to week oh you can't watch so, week to week nathan i know I, it this is another one where i probably would let them pile up but my girlfriend is like obsessed. I mean, yeah, I mean, watch week to week, but also we're going to record, you know, we're going to eh. record. So just like, you know, throw them on, throw them on in the background. Fair enough. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, what did you think about, I mean, cause it, did you see, did you catch the tease at the end of this episode? Cause it was uh, like, it was like post credits. No, I didn't. Hold on. Yeah. It, uh, it it was just, um, it, it was teasing, um, Yuri, Yuri. No, I did not, man. Yeah. See, oh, <laughs> it's funny for me to bring it up now, but there are a couple post credit scenes in uh, full metal. Did you watch any of those? Um, I'm sure we missed some. Mm. Cause I think okay. once episodes ended, I was like, let's, we gotta yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. On to the next one. Fuck it. Let's go. Um, that could be why I was so confused. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it because even there was a post credit scene and I watched it. I was like, who the fuck is this? Like what? I don't know. It didn't set shit up for me really. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I'm watching the post credit scene right now. It's got a character with a fabulous name and he's talking to Yuri and yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, but that sort of makes sense because uh, Yor was saying how she needed to tell Yuri that she was married. And I never saw the phone call. But then Yuri, in his interrogation, in like his introductory scene in episode eight, already knew that his sister was married. So I just thought they showed the phone call off off panel or off screen or whatever. Mm. So I didn't know that that character with probably the most masculine and virile name in the world who had mm. spoken to Yuri uh, told him about your being married. That makes sense now. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. But yeah, episode eight was 
a pretty interesting one, at least for the first half. Um, it was interesting the entire way through for me. I loved well, no. it. Well, yeah, it, it was. The whole thing was great. But just in the sense of like, you know, the episode before this, we're getting little. Yeah, cutesy chill, shit. Little cutesy kids like flirting and trying to say they're sorry. And then in this one, the first half is this like pretty, <laughs> pretty intense, gritty, like yeah. secret police, like interrogation where we're really like getting a glimpse into uh, Yuri. Yeah. And the countermeasures of like Twilight's whole spy operation. This is the antagonist to that. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a classic setup. You got, uh, someone in the family, someone new in the family who's, uh, you know, it's like, it's like the breaking bad formula. Uh, yeah. I mean, oh wait. So like, oh yeah, this guy's like Hank, right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I only saw the first two seasons in the series finale of Breaking Bad. So <laughs> as as one does. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, I mean it's it's a classic setup. Uh can't fault him for that. But yeah, I mean what this whole episode is obviously like very Yuri heavy. Heavy. So what yeah. what's your kind of take well, on this guy? So here's the thing. Because I watch these Right before we record, usually I, I stack up those three episodes. I had seen this character on Twitter and people were like, oh, shit, he's here, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I thought like he was a counter spy, like he was another spy who was threatening um, like the operation of Twilight and the whole Forger thing. And he he technically is, but he's not a spy or anything. I had no idea that he would be yours brother. Uh, so mm. the fact that we're like, they were teasing, uh, yours brother previously, and then we get him in this episode and he walks in and he's very unassuming and he's like, Hey, nice. Hey, nice to see you. Uh, uh, have a few questions and he's sitting down and he's talking to the guy very like gingerly, just like, Hey, can you tell me anything about what's going on with this and that? And I'm just like, the other shoe has to drop soon. Because I like mm -hmm. I've seen his face. Like I know this character is important. Everyone's hyped about him. And all the other ancillary characters who are in the second or the secret police, they're just like, why the fuck is this nice guy interrogating him? Why why is he in there? Like how he's so young. He's only 20. Like, who is he? And then to know that Yor is an assassin. She's she's cut from a different cloth. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it stands to reason that her brother would also be like a beast. And to see him yeah. make that switch and to like put his gloves on, shove the dude's face in the ashtray and have those pictures and all that shit. Like I was just like, oh, damn. So here we go with this. Like this is about to be like this elaborate chess game going on. And mm -hmm. we finally see him show up to the Forager household. It's well, here's the thing I will say. I love the backstory between Yor and Yuri. And I loved watching like them grow up and Yor come home covered in blood, 
gifting uh, Yuri an encyclopedia when they're children. I'm not exactly sure about like the age gap between the two. Uh, mm. But I, I mean, it's, it's assumed that it's at least like 10 I, years or something. I, I thought, I, I, I can't remember I'm even making this up, but I thought uh, your was supposed to be like 27. Well, okay. But if that's the case, well, I, I just don't know because then how old would they have been when their parents died? Because your was then Yuri's guardian. They they like grew up together without parents and they mm. stayed in their same house. They had no other guardian. Um well, that was just, the only confusing part. Right. Me. I just looked it up and she is twenty seven. Okay. Well, look, in this fictitious world that may or may not be Japan, uh they need to get their their shit together because you got kids taking care of kids, babies raising babies. And that's how you get more violence on the street. Nathaniel, I'm here to talk to you about violence today. Let's okay. put an end to it. Uh, no, but seriously. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed right. your um, being so anxious and like, oh, my brother, he's very like connected to me and let me handle this and do, uh, I don't know. It, it was, it's like this, it's this French farce. Like if I would love to see this in live action, I don't know how they would do it, but mm. it, it, I feel like this story, like there's a lot of anime where I'm just like, no, you can't do that. But with this, like, let's say Edgar Wright or, uh, mm. what's his name? Ah, uh, not Paul Thomas Anderson. He's got another, he's another three name director. He did like the Royal Tenon, but Wes Anderson. Or Wes Anderson, yeah. Yes. I could see him doing this maybe, but hmm. I could, I could definitely see a spy family type live action anime set like in the like mod era of sixties. Like this is set. It would be fantastic. I would just mm. love it. This entire dinner scene where it's Lloyd and Yuri like sort of measuring each other up and doing like this <laughs> yeah. mental uh, chess match. And he's like, Lloyd is asking Yuri about the wine. Yuri comes back to the story. Lloyd's just like, oh, that's a lie. That's exactly what they say. To, uh, that's exactly what they tell you to say in order to like make this work, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, holy shit, this is brilliant. And I love it. And yeah, I don't know. I could go on for hours about mm. this whole dinner scene. Yeah. Not no, to was... mention, not to mention Anya trying to stay up for uncle. And she goes, Uncle? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll stay. Up. And she's like knocks out instantly. Love it. Mwah. But I've yeah. said enough. You do go on. Um, no, yeah. It, it's great. This yeah, I mean, it's like a classic. I love there's so many great um ill-fated dinner scenes in yes. like in like movie history but you know I feel like this is up there. This is a great uh just doomed dinner scene <laughs> but uh I just I <laughs> I'm playing it in the background and uh I love <laughs> I just love the comically massive bouquet Oh, of so roses. Big. It's so fucking big. It's just absolutely absurd. And those are Chekhov's roses because they come into play later on. Mm, right, right. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, I, I love the whole like sizing up that they're doing of each other the whole time. And yeah, I mean, I just like, I like the, I like the angle of, you know, Yuri, like he's not just cause they could have played it like, Oh, I'm just the very competent, very skilled, um, you know, like I'm the L to, yeah. Um, to, uh, Lloyd's, Lloyd's Kita. light. Right. But yeah. instead of that, it's more like he is kind of unhinged, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. he's unhinged and it's all being driven by his, his sister, his love, love and, and his care for his sister. So he's not like, and that kind of adds to the comedy too, where he's not even really technically suspicious of, yeah, right, of right. Lloyd. He just, he creates the suspicion, like maybe he's a this spy paranoia. And, yeah. and like, maybe he's a spy because he's dating my sister and, or he's married to my sister. And, uh, I just want this guy gone out of here. Yeah. Because as we saw in a flashback, uh, Yuri was just like, one day you're, I'll marry you. Like, and the, <laughs> yeah. Oof, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, shit. Yeah. But he's down bad for his sister. I, <laughs> I love in the dinner scene when, uh, like Lloyd's behind the counter or whatever. And, and Yuri's like, look, I just got to know, like, he, you better have the best excuse for like, like why oh didn't you tell me God. this? And, and that and, cutaway scene to, uh, yeah. you just being like, look, I'll handle it. And uh, Boyd's just like, maybe we should tell him the truth that like uh, women being your age and single is suspicious. And she's like, no, 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 no. My brother, he'll see right through that. Don't worry about it. I'll come up with the perfect excuse. Yeah. I got and, this. And Lloyd just behind the counter is like, this is it. It better go off like without a hitch. And then she's just like, I guess I just I, forgot. I forgot. And he's like, like Lloyd just, <laughs> it, it keeps playing like a crashing sound and you're not seeing anything, but I have to imagine like every time it's playing, like he's like washing a little dish and she's like, I forgot. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and then uh, Yuri, he's like, what you forgot, but you told me you had a partner a few days ago. And she's like, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to Lloyd again and he drops another plate. <laughs> it's so fucking perfect. And then, Yuri, like being like, and then there's a narration in the background where it's like, uh, this man is completely blunt or completely. They say something like, uh, all reason goes out the window when it comes to his sister. And it's like, yeah. okay, I guess that's, if that's the template that we're setting up here, then Yuri is like this hard nosed, like take no shit type of uh, secret police officer. But when it comes to his sister, he's just like, okay, yo, you're the yeah. best. You took care of me. If you say it, it's true. So uh, yours says that and it works. And Lloyd's just like, I can't believe that fucking worked. But that also <laughs> yeah. means like, had she said what Lloyd was saying earlier, that also would have worked, I guess. Right. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but either way, I love yeah, that. No. Scene. It's great. Um, and I just randomly saw the, when Yuri finds out that she call or she might be calling him Lloydy. 
mm. by like a nickname and he's just like he can't handle it. he's just like pounding <laughs> yeah. red wine oh my god the fact that the uh what what's their last name Briar, starts with a b i think Briar. Briar. yes the fact that the briars are just hardcore like binge drinkers or they're like they have to mask their anxiety with drinking and they just get they get smashed i love it yeah uh like yuri he has the bottle in his hand and he's just like taking it to the head and then we'll get to it in a minute but before their big kiss (laughs) yeah (laughs) like yor is just like oh i can't be sober for this and she 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 takes a big gulp like a gulp of it and she is instantly drunk she's slurring her words like after yeah after she like swallows it it's uh it's perfect yeah i love everything about it but man this like the lead up to this kiss and then like this this whole thing it's it's so fucking good um Mm, mm, mm. because again it's it's what makes my family so special it's working on so many levels it's like one it's just the pure comedy level of like the 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 pomp and circumstance around just a simple innocent kiss is like this epic thing that needs to this like display. Um, but then on top of that, it's like, I assume you, or at least me, probably everyone watching though is like, I want to see, I, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see sparks start to form oh, around well, these two. No, the sparks have already formed. It, they are. The yeah, thing is, are. it's just that, this is Japanese culture. They're too, they're too buttoned up. You know what I'm saying? They're too, they're just too polite with each other. I need Lloyd to walk out into the kitchen while yours watching, washing dishes. And Lloyd's just hanging brain. You know, he just has his dick hanging out, out of his zipper. I just need to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love that they're like, maybe not ramping up, but I just, I, I want to see, I want to see the sparks flying between all these characters, whether it's, it's been Anya, eight episodes Anya. and they barely touched. I wouldn't say that they're I, ramping up. <laughs> I know. Well, they had, they had a sweet kind of moment at the end of, Oh, uh, we'll get to that episode nine, but, oh, um, we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, Yeah, that that's kind of the kiss. The kiss gets postponed, or it it just doesn't happen, right? Right there, there's this whole thing where um, Yuri says like the only like I don't know that he says the only way I'll sign off on this is if you two kiss, but he's like he sees that Yor and Lloyd they reach to clean something up and they brush hands and they're very embarrassed because there is something there. The sparks are already flying. It's a whole rom-com mm. situation. Um, and yours said or Yuri says, like, I need to see you two kiss. Like, once I see you kiss, I'll believe that this is real, if it actually is. And Lloyd starts to lean in, doing his Twilight type shit, like on his real Drake hype. Like, you're <laughs> right here, girl. Come here, bitch. Like, he's like laying her back. And your is just like she's like oh she's clinching she's like i can't do this i can't do this she's like i gotta i gotta take a fucking swig and she gets all the wine in her belly and once she does 
You see her cheeks are flushed. Uh, her thighs are wet. Like she is in it to win it. She wants Lloyd. Lloyd sits back on a separate chair. Like she pushes him back off the couch onto a chair and she's about to straddle him when I think Yuri says some shit and your like throws a fork across the room. And there's like with such force that not only does it cut uh, Yuri's cheek, but there's like a wind blast. There's a whoosh and the fork like sticks into the wall and she's like, don't interrupt or some shit like that. And I don't know, man, like that entire situation was so beautiful. And right as soon as um, your is about to kiss Lloyd, Yuri begins to make his way over to them and uh, your slaps the dog shit out her little brother to the Mm -hmm. point where he goes flying across the room and falls into the biggest bouquet of roses that he brought. So there's rose petals Mm -hmm. flying. Uh, Yours drunk. Yuri's drunk. Lloyd's sitting there sober as fuck. Just like, what the hell is even happening right now? Like, I just wanted to kiss her. I just need it. Because at this point, it's important to uh, remind everyone. Lloyd does not know that Yor is an assassin. Mm hmm. Anya knows that her mother's an assassin. And we had a nice little moment in uh, episode, I want to say seven, after the whole homework thing, where, uh, was that seven or eight? Where uh, Lloyd was helping Anya with her homework and they were getting frustrated. And she was trying to like read their minds to get the answer? Yes. Yeah, that was seven or eight. Okay. Yeah, an eight, and Lloyd goes to put Anya to bed, and he's putting her in her bed, and she's like, oh, mommy, please don't kill daddy. And Lloyd's just like, what kind of dreams is this girl having? Like, so there's this whole confusion. No one knows that uh, Yor is like the Princess of Thorns, or whatever her name is, but Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, So yeah, Yor slaps Yuri twice. He's bleeding profusely from like his eyes, his nose, his head everywhere. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't, I mean, you talk to me. How did you, because I believe at one point uh, your sister had a live-in boyfriend at your parents' home. How did, like, did you ever sit him down (laughs) and were like, look, like I need to know that you have the correct intentions no my sister like what, what like did you ever uh like was there ever like a mental chess game going on to make sure that he had like the best intentions like uh no no mm. never I, I feel like it's different because you have a younger sister i mm. have a younger sister if we were the younger like version and they were the older I don't know. Would it be different? I don't know. I mean, I feel like stereotypically it would be yeah, like the, the older brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Brothers. I know. I know. But for me, well, I don't know. I think more than anything, it speaks to the like the type of people you and I are. Mm. I think like we're very kind of hands <laughs> hands yeah, off. Just like, hey, do what you can do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I just live and let I, live. I, I can't. It's toxic. I, I'll yeah, just say, yeah. yeah, no, it's very toxic. 
dude, the other day I was at work, I was walking through the parking lot and a volunteer was uh, at my warehouse or whatever. And I saw on the bumper sticker, like the, of his window or something, it said uh, D-A-D-D with an A-R under it. D-A-D-D? What is Dads what is Against for? Daughters Dating. With an oh. AR, with an assault rifle, uh, like picture huh. under it, and I was—I forgot to take a picture of it, but I saw it, and I was just like, "Oh God!" Like, what the fuck? What do you? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think if you're like a dad or an older brother or whatever, I—I I think the only way, like the only time, I feel like it'd probably be appropriate to like say something or say if they were clearly with someone who was like yeah a piece of shit yeah like violent or abusive to them verbally or emotionally anything like that fine yeah but like you know you see it a lot in different forms of media where like some shy just nobody guy like shows up he's like i'm here to take your daughter to the dance and the dad just goes up and like it's like this fucking dude's not like this guy's like a scaredy cat like what are you talking like yeah, just totally unprompted like threats against uh people your daughter or your little sister is dating. It's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's weird. Um <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Um but to get back to the anime of it all. Uh this entire premise of the of Lloyd and your having to again put on airs to fool someone else. And now it's someone in yours family. And not only is it someone in yours family, but he's basically a counter spy. He he's counterintelligence. It's, it's Mm -hmm. the enemy. And Lloyd begins to then question uh, yours motives. He wonder, he wonders if your had any idea of her brother's occupation. And he's not certain. So then he he enlists Frankie or Frank or whatever his name is, his little uh, spy buddy. They don some disguises. Um, They catch. Oh, also, uh, Lloyd plants a bug on Yor. Mm, Yeah. To listen in. And he follows Yor. They catch her as she's like dropping off a letter for her boss. And meanwhile, like in this time, your is completely like fraught with anxiety. She's just like Lloyd's more distant than usual. Uh, The previous night's dinner didn't go as or meeting didn't go as planned. Am I not enough for him? Is he going to like leave me? And I I, I just want to speak to the fact that also within the last two episodes, like in seven and eight, your was using very targeted language where she she kept apologizing to Lloyd and saying, like, I shouldn't butt in in your family. I shouldn't do this with your daughter. Mm. And Lloyd had to remind her and say, like, you are Anya's mother. You are a part of this family. It's not our family. You're not like you're not butting in on anything. You are a part of this. You are like we are together. And it was a nice moment, but to see it all come back and like to see all of her ring, uh, her anxiety just manifest in such a way where 
she she's questioning so many things and Lloyd's hearing it because he's questioning her like seriously. I don't know. It, it broke my heart a little bit, but mm-hmm. it makes sense considering the situation they're in, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. And I, I like for, uh, on Lloyd's side for him to, yeah, I mean, he as these episodes go on, like the big progression for Lloyd is just like how much is his like duty as a spy conflicting with, um, you know, this family that he now has, and like him, him putting the the voice like the recorder on uh on yours collar, you know, like I think multiple times, like in his little buddy even said like, yeah, do you feel you, guilty? Yeah. Do you feel guilty? And he keeps like brushing it off. Like, of course not. Like <laughs> I like, this is what I have to do. And then for him right. to, to not even, or well, I guess he was listening, but for him to at the end, yeah. Crumple it up and just yeah, throw, throw it away. Yeah. Um, I think was a big symbolic gesture for him yeah, was it though because he already got all the information he needed that's true that's true <laughs> yeah um, it would have been it would have been well, something else had he done it and then bumped into her on the sidewalk just after leaving and then like threw it away that would have been something else yeah true true he's probably got 80 of those in his yeah. under his dresser or something so yeah um but yeah no i mean at least in terms of uh yours character i mean it was definitely heartbreaking but yeah regardless of of him you know throwing away the thing at the end at least what he said to her i think was definitely was great yes yeah so after he and frankie interrogate uh you're in the alleyway and your fucks frankie shit up and it's like like i said i'm married and I'm about mm. that married life. You will not touch me casually, you pervert. Something like that. And like took her fighting stance. And uh, Lloyd in his disguise is like, oh, I believe we made a mistake. Take another look at that letter. Oh, yes, there's a caterpillar at the bottom of it. Uh, your boss was getting hemorrhoids or something like that. He was getting a hemorrhoid check. Uh, so we'll, we won't mention a thing if you don't mention a thing. Go about your way. And then uh, mm-hmm. they they bump into each other after Lloyd has ditched his uh, disguise and he sort of reassures uh, Yor about all, her, all of her insecurities. He's like, yo, baby girl, I am sure so many people out here, they're they're faking the funk, you know, they're fronting, they're putting mm-hmm. on airs. So many people are pretending that they have it all together when right. they're hanging on by a thread, if not a couple. So you keep doing you. I'm going to keep doing me. And as long as you put your best foot forward, I can't ask anything else of you. It was it was a nice sentiment, you know, because. Yeah. That's definitely true of most relationships. We're all. We're all insecure in one way or another. We're all just trying to make sure that we have a happy, stable type relationship. And we would love it if the other person just 
knew how hard we were trying. And it's sort of fucked because the only way that Lloyd knew how hard Yor was trying was by spying on her. But now he mm. has that reassurance, you know? This is different for Lloyd because this is his mission. And he thinks he just found some woman off the street. He doesn't know that she is also on a mission to make sure that she doesn't fuck this up because she's an assassin and she doesn't want to be found out. Like, he doesn't know that she has that buy-in in this relationship. Right. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but it was nice. I mean, mm-hmm. essentially, these first nine episodes have been uh, one year into their marriage. That's a nice little note. And we have Anya coming home, seeing mommy and daddy like getting along, even though they were like, we weren't fighting, but she can pick up on the vibes. That's Mm. the thing with Anya. She is clairvoyant. Mm. If the vibes ain't right, she will know. Uh, That being said, I mean, that's the end of our three episode arc on uh, Spy Family. And I I don't watch the uh, previews like the next episode uh little trailer mm-hmm. but i'm thinking in these next couple more has to be done with your being an assassin yeah we haven't seen that in a while yeah that's what i'm saying we got that introduction to her where she was like fucking shit up and then she was in her workplace and trying to be all demure and shit but i am feeling because like we had the school thing. We had Anya mm-hmm. um, like trying to learn stuff. And we had Yuri here like in the mix trying to like right. split up the marriage. There has to be more with your and her assassin thing. There, ha- There's been so many other instances of all these other characters having so much more to do. Whereas with your, it's just been her in the household pretty much. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. taking care of Anya on the on the days where she's not in school and teaching her self-defense but i feel like there's gonna have to be something where she's got to assassinate someone and it's like parent teacher night yeah i was i was thinking that too like yeah have it be someone associated with the school like ooh, i wasn't even thinking it was the school i was just thinking like both parents needed to be there because it's eden academy and Mm. you have to present like you know, oh, 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 like she has to assassinate someone right, while period. something else is happening. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that. I mean, that, that could work too. Well, but I mean, yeah. but that could also work where she has yeah. to assassinate someone I mean, at school. I don't know. But yeah, ultimately, I definitely agree. I, I think there's a lot of opportunities, like a lot of things that make sense. But yeah. in general, there's been tons with Anya at the school. There's been tons every episode with... Or at least something every episode with uh, Lloyd doing spy mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah, it just feels like we've gotten too... It's been too long. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. They're, and I don't know if they're trying to do that um, so that way we don't see as much blood and gore. Because in that introduction uh, with your, we saw a lot of blood. And since then, mm. it's been very like cutesy, very like fun and light yeah. type stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. If that's if that's where they're going, I, I'd have mm. to imagine. 
because you don't introduce your as like the top assassin and only have her do that and then mm-hmm. nothing else for a number of episodes yeah so definitely. I'm, I'm thinking it's coming up fingers crossed um same but we have some work to do my guy mm. we got to figure out what we're watching next <laughs> I mean, uh, we were plugging through Full Metal Alchemist. We just shit all over it. Uh, so yeah, now we got to figure out what's coming next. Right. So look, mm. Wastelanders, stay tuned. I'm not. Oh, we're I not got, making. We're not making any calls right now. Oh fuck no, we're not making any calls right yeah. now. I got. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not I mean, strapping my horse t- to anything right now. Yeah, I mean it's hard because typically there's either like two routes we normally go down one is kind of the sampler plate where we're just sort of Mm. like every week we're kind of testing the waters uh and then the other one is like the full metal alchemist thing where we kind of go full into full bore to one thing and that can have some negative (laughs) consequences Mm. sometimes Mm. um but okay um the jury's still out on that yeah we will see uh so guys Again, thank you for listening. This has been Wasteland, an anime podcast. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm loving everything Spy Family's bringing to the table. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for more. Um, oh, my R.I.P. It's in the Wasteland. It's mid. It is what it is. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You hate to hear it. You hate to see it. But we have spoken. Uh, until next time, this has been Dom and Nathaniel. We're out of here. <laughs> See ya. Later.